Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. My guest today is another one of our students in our coaching program. With us today, there's a newer agent who's uh, who's really, really taken to the for sale by owner strategy that we're going to work to today. Uh, with me today is Stephen Vay. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brandon. I'm excited. Cool, cool. And so we were just talking off air, and we're going to share the story with everybody. It was funny what you you just said. Every listing you've taken so far, you, I think you said outside of one has been a for sale by owner, and so for newer agents or even agents that have been in the business for a long time, they've never listed a for sale by owner. They're just intimidated. They don't know how to approach them. And so what I want to do today is kind of walk through what you've learned and how you're approaching these for sale by owners. And before we kind of open up the playbook, tell the audience how long you've been in real estate and what market are you in? Uh, I've been in real estate uh, just a little over a year now. Um, And uh, I'm sorry, what was your other question? In what market are you in? Oh, my market. I'm in the Nashville market, but uh, I work kind of all around Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Awesome. Gosh, Nashville is like one of my favorite cities in the country. So good for you, man. That's exciting. Yeah. So you've been in the business for a year. Um, I am curious, like when you got into real estate, did you have like this big aha moment? Like, wow, what it actually is and what I thought real estate was going to be was two different things or... Or did you did you know what you were getting into when you decided to get into this business? I mean, I think I don't think anybody does, uh, but I think I had a decent conception, maybe compared to the average person. I know pre licensing doesn't really prepare you for it, um, but I was listening to some of the people, um, you know, some YouTube personalities. I hadn't bumped into you just yet, um, getting a feel for what it's like to be in the business, and so I understood it's a sales, it's a sales career. I understood that from the get-go, but I didn't realize just how many hats I was going to have to learn how to wear. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, that's for sure. Um, I mean, you have to be a, a psychologist on top of everything. So. You got to be a psychologist, salesperson, marketer, counselor. You know, you got to mm-hmm. do it all. And that's why this industry has so many challenges. And so you knew you were getting into a sales business, which so many people mm-hmm. don't, which was great. Did you underestimate the amount of effort it takes to secure new business? Mm, or did you think it was going to be I, easier? I, yeah, go ahead. I, I had, it's, it's, you know, I have a lot of my own fears and doubts. So I, uh, it's funny. I always have these two little voices gone in my head. I, I went after this, like I saved some money and went after this and I knew it was going to be a business. Um, but I also went after it going, are you sure you're good enough to do this? And yeah. so these two, this, the confidence that like, I'm going to jump in deep. This is all I'm going to do. I'm not doing it as a side hustle. And who the heck do you think you are? And so I'm always fighting those two voices. Um, but yeah. it's, it, it, it's, 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 it's surprising how much it's, it's taken out of me. I, I've told other people, this is the most challenging. I'm 38 years old. This is the most challenging thing I've ever done. It's really tested me in every way. So it's funny you say that. So we're about the same age and I have been part of, I grew up in the mortgage business 
And in between mortgage, well, kind of during the same time, I was I had an insurance company too. But I say the same thing. Real estate by far is the hardest business I've ever been part of. And it's because it's so hard to generate leads because outside of like, you know, if you if you sell insurance as an example, everybody that owns a house and a car could be a potential client. Well, people aren't buying and selling houses every single day. And it's not like you could just, you know, like go to your friends. I mean, it's rare that we probably know any of our friends or family that are moving right this second. So walk us through when you got into the business, what were you doing before we started working together to go out there and start generating new leads? Um, well, <laughs> I was, ch- I had chickened out for a little while. Um, and for a while there, I was having a difficulty making calls to for sale by owners. Um, you know, the rejection you have to face inevitably. Uh, so, you know, I, I definitely had taken to, um, at, at, at my, at Keller Williams, they teach you how to develop a system of making sure you reach out to everybody, you know, and keep in contact. So I was doing a lot of that. Um, and I would go in spurts where I would go heavy on the Fizbos. Um, and I, anytime I've done that, I saw results. So June of last year, um, I got two listings, uh, from Fizbos in June because I was calling every single day, all the new ones. Um, but just some some of the disappointments and things that that came my way and the re- some of the rejection I faced. Just I had some heartbreakers last year. <laughs> yeah. What was some of the, let's talk about that, right? So so a lot of new agents that get in the business, maybe they spend some time on YouTube watching some people talk this, that, and the other thing, and they start getting into making some of the dials, overcoming some of the fear and the anxiety. What were some of the the early failures or rejection that you're talking about? What were some of those? What were some of those that you were getting from for sale by owners that you really struggled with in the beginning? Um, well, I will say one thing about the beginning and then I'll jump back into that. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons I think I've stuck with for sale by owners as much as I have is that my first week in the business, uh, I had joined a coaching program with my firm and it had been great for me. And they handed me a list of for sale by owners and I managed to get a preview with one of them that first week and they agreed to meet with me for a listing. So I got a listing my first week in the business from a FISBO. Wow. So I was riding an emotional high for a while there, but then I didn't get another one till June. Oh yeah. So just to show you, yeah. (laughs) Um, So challenges, um, of course, you know, they're getting called by a lot of people. So a major challenge you're going to face is if you're trying to call anybody where it's not like the first day on the market, um, you can get, you get that sense that they're annoyed with you sometimes for calling, or maybe that's just it. My, my mindset was there, you know, like I, I think you, you also interviewed Blake, where it's like, at first you have that mindset that I'm annoying people. And so the, getting over challenges like that of um, not valuing what I do enough to, to be scared of calling them because I'm afraid of how they're going to treat me. That's yeah. been a huge mindset. Uh, and that's probably been the biggest thing that working with you has helped me with especially because I've had so many positive interactions with people when I went to, for sale by owners, when I went to meet them and the way that you've taught me to provide value, give them suggestions about their Zillow ad, things like that. Um, people love it. You know, not everybody is, is as excited as others, but it's like, I feel like I have these great interactions with people now. So it's, it's not nearly as scary because I'm starting to recognize the value that I can bring to people. 
Dude, that's that was I mean, that was well said. I mean, let's let's kind of unpack that a little bit because that's exactly what I wanted to go through today, Stephen, was I think a lot of new salespeople or, or, or new people into real estate, they have that internal uh, battle with their dark side, like we talk about in our mindset training, is that they, you know, they almost have this guilt that when they reach out to a prospect that I'm annoying them and I don't want to be like this pushy, aggressive salesperson. And, and that's the mindset they have where the mindset you're talking about that, that, that hopefully uh, through some of the work that we've done together, just to your point, we, go th- we make our outbound prospecting calls from a place of contribution, which is in line with who you are as a human already. Is that kind of what you, what you mean? That's exactly what I mean. And I feel like when I found you, uh, you know, because I found you on YouTube, like I'm sure many people have. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things when the, the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yep. And, you know, I was really looking for how do I do this business without feeling like I'm compromising who I am morally. And yeah. I've expressed this to other people who've trained me is I really... I've, I struggle with that because of course I want to call people and try to get their business, but I don't, I don't want to be dishonest with them. And um, you know, what's a way that I can pursue this that, that sits well with me uh, emotionally, morally, spiritually, all the different ways. Dude, that's so strong. And that, that was like the big change for me too. You know, I grew up in the industry being taught to aggressively pursue and pressure uh, the consumer in a way that was n- not who I was. It wasn't, it wasn't how I naturally communicated. I felt like I was selling them. And so now mm-hmm. once you learn how to serve instead of sell, the prospects are more open to listen to you. So let's kind of unpack that. So uh, you've, you've learned a reverse selling strategy that allows you to go out there, communicate with people you know and people you don't know and mm-hmm. set appointments probably a and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe easier than it was before that. Is that well, true? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't have numbers. I'm really bad about tracking my numbers. That's that's a weakness, I'll admit. Sure. But I'm, I would tell you, I probably have the for sale by owners that actually pick up 80 to 90% success rate at getting an appointment with them right now. Yeah. Um, and that <laughs> wasn't anywhere near that before. I mean, honestly, the struggle I have is it's like, I like, I have, a, I'm a little perfectionistic and I have a lot of fear of failure. And so it's like, sometimes I feel like maybe I could book three appointments in one day. Like, you know, one of your other students, Keith has talked about doing that. And it's, and I, I think I could, but I, I was like, I don't know if I could handle that much emotionally in one day, yeah. but um, the, the way I've learned to communicate from you um and the reverse selling strategies, people are just so much more open to have you come by. Uh, and the calls have gotten easier and easier. And easier. So, so how many, um, I mean, are you setting a for sale by an appointment every day or, or could you? I mean, you know, we talk about oh, two, yeah. three appointments a day, but is it, is it reasonable that you can go every day, spend 30 to 45 minutes calling Fizbo's and setting an appointment every day? Um, it's a weird day right now if I don't set at least one appointment. Um, it's phenomenal. Yeah. So, and that's, that's why it's so powerful because again, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole of like marketing versus prospecting, but that's why I like what we do so much because 
we can do the thing that is the most effective right now, which is picking up the phone and having direct communication with the prospect, not be pushy, not be aggressive, ask some simple questions, go out into the marketplace and serve the consumer in a way that most agents are not doing, which makes us very appealing for these prospects to deal with and making it very simple and easy to set appointments. So you're setting appointments, you're setting almost one a day. Let's walk through kind of like what your strategy is when you get to the appointment. Walk us through how those typically go. Okay. So meet with them. Uh, You know, thanks for letting me come over. Um, Just like to kind of take a look at the house um, and take some notes, you know, as if I were a buyer. And then afterward, I can share some of my notes with you. Does that sound fair? And just you know, using what you've taught and everybody agrees. Um, I've never visited for sale by owner that wasn't willing to sit down with me and have a chat, which I'm just blown away by. Yeah. And um, then we'll walk around the house. And what I love you, that you teach is counter to what, to what I, some of what I learned early right. is the whole idea of you sit at the, t- you go sit at the table, Mr. Owner, and right. I'll walk around the house and come back to you. It's like, <laughs> so, you know, do the, the home tour, really get to know them, build, you know, build some rapport and uh, sit down and you teach a six step process for that, for the appointment, go through that six step process and, uh, you know, I've done it over 30 times now since I learned your method and, wow. uh, it, uh, and there's no pressure. Private. There's no like weirdness, right? There's no, like you get to the house and then you bait and switch them. And now you're like this aggressive, uh, salesperson, like, Ooh, let me go try to get them to mm. list their house with me. Like there's none of that BS. Would you agree? I'd agree. Yeah. When I, when I, I've had a couple recently ask me, I mean, Steve, like, I just want to be clear with you. Why are you offering us all this help? I want to like, what are wow, your intentions? I know. And I, love I say when that happens. Yeah. I said, that's a fair question. You know, I've sat down with a lot of for sale by owners and many of them have been able to sell on their own and thank me for my advice. Some of them um, have ended up hiring me, of course, because, you know, they weren't able to sell on their own and they liked what I was able to provide. And um, some of them have actually referred people to me, which did just happen the other day. And uh, for me, I get to see part of a piece of the inventory, get to meet a, a nice person like yourself. And sometimes it provides business for me. And so I think it's a win-win. Dude, that's a great script. And the one thing you just forgot to add, which we were talking about off air, you're getting buyer transactions through this approach too, because here's the reality that this crazy seller's market with low inventory Yes, a lot of for sale by owners are able to sell on their own, but the approach you're talking about allows you to earn business on the buy side. And now you're getting FISBOs that hey that say, hey, Steven, we sold, but but we love your approach. We love to work with you. Can you help us find a house? And you just got one of those under contract. Is that correct? That's correct. In fact, um, when I was when I was at the appointment, they really liked me and it seemed like they would want to list with me. And they, they told me they were going to, but oh, they ended right. up getting an offer. Yeah. Um, but as I was leaving their house at the at their initial appointment, they told me, you know, we really appreciate what you've done. We've had a whole bunch of other agents come by here. And all of them basically just said, you know, hey, we can list your house for you if, if you need help. Yeah. And that was all they got. And so they, they really appreciated that, you know, I was there and I provided some value. Um, so I, it's, I've can't, I've heard things like that so many times. So I know it's like, as soon as I started doing things your way, I was like, this is the right track for me. I love it. Uh, and yeah, they, they did call me back, um, and asked me to represent them on the buy. And, uh, we, we've had a great experience. 
Um, like I said, I just got th- this gentleman. I've been visiting him, talking to him um, for a few weeks following up. And he decided to hire his friend, which he told me right away. He was going to list with his friend if he did. But that same day he told me that he referred me, uh, me to one of his friends that needs to sell their house. And so, uh, you know, opportunities like this are coming up because I'm out there doing it. I'm out there doing, I'm making the calls. People are seeing me be a real estate agent and provide value. And, uh, it's a, it's a lot better than, like you say, it's a lot better than trying to get my business card right and my website, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the thing that's happening, it's like, you're taking massive action. You're doing the work every day. You're going out there and serving people instead of trying to sell and pressure people. And what mm-hmm. we're not talking about is just going out there and being nice. Like we're talking about going out there mm-hmm. and building a relationship through providing real tangible advice, real tangible value to a homeowner. It's not just about being nice. Would you agree with right. that? Right. I'd agree with that. Can I give you one one kind of uh, little testimony story of some, one of the for sale? So I just got a listing this week and. My first call with this gentleman, I asked him, you know, are you working with agents if they brought you a potential buyer for the property? He said, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not, there's no room in my price for a commission, just not doing it. So some time goes by and I go to follow up with him and I'm scared to make this call. Like I don't like rejection or failure just like anybody, but I just, I just make it anyway. And so what, what I love, what you taught me is align yourself with the position that they're already in. That's so right. I said, you know, the last time we spoke, you said that you're not really looking to work with an agent that brought you a buyer as far as sharing a commission. Is that right? He told me, well, I've changed my position on that. Of course and- they did. <laughs> so hold on, let's not lose your train of thought, but because we can never take the bait and nothing is as it seems. So keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's why I knew to keep going. Yeah. So I, he agrees with the, to meet with me and build some good rapport with him. And when we sit down, he's kind of a standoffish guy, but as we're going, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm a year in the business. I know there's tons of agents better than me, but this guy tells me you got to be one of the best realtors I've ever met. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, he's like, he tells me he's got somebody that will list the home for him for 2000 bucks. So he just doesn't see how things are going to work. Right. Yeah. And, but great, great relationship. I, I do my follow-up process and eventually I book a listing appointment with him and it comes time to confirm it with him. And he forgets that he booked it with me completely forgets. And so he cancels the appointment on me. I'm heartbroken, right? Like, oh my gosh, lost it. And he calls me back later. He's like, weren't we supposed to have a meeting? (laughs) I was going to follow up with him anyway. But so he rebooks the listing appointment with me. So there's just all these ups and downs. Uh, And I have the listing appointment with me. We go over numbers. I show him, I can get you what you need to net. And he hires me. And this is a guy that on our first conversation said, he's not working with agents, period. And what I learned from you is that's, that's bait. You just have to keep the relationship going. I mean, you, it's just such a great story of what I have learned through years and years of doing this. And it's just so true. I mean, it's just, it's just life. You know, when you look at this business logically, not emotionally, because most agents hear that objection and they try to jump all over it by trying to overcome it and use all these mm-hmm. different techniques. And um, it just gets the phone to be hung up on them. And the thing with life is 
different things happen. And when different things happen, your position on things and your views on things change. And, and I give the example in our online training about the traffic light. You know what I mean? It's like you're driving up to the light where it's green. You're like a half mile away and, and it's green. But if that thing turns yellow, well, now you've got new information to consider. So mm-hmm. everything's different. And so the for sale by owner is the exact same process. Is that kind of what you've experienced? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, like I said, what I love about what you've taught me to do is that it, align, it aligns with the way I would want to be treated and the way I right. like to treat people. Um, instead of, of being aggressive and trying to get something from them, I'm leading with value and giving them something. Beautiful. And, um, and I, feel, I find that the people who do hire me, it's a better interaction because we've already got uh, a good relationship from from that instead of it's not it's not of course it's always all business right like we're we're in a business relationship with our clients but when it can also be friendly it's just way better (laughs) well yeah absolutely and you got there through a process of mutual agreement and it wasn't one party convincing the other person of something because when that happens there's total buyer's remorse and resentment and there's always this Mm. friction so, so that's exactly right. So what, let's, let's kind of shift modes a little bit. What, what advice sure. would you give to a new realtor or to a real estate agent who has been in the business for years, Stephen, who, who wants to make outbound prospecting calls to for sale by owners and expireds and absentees and all these different lead sources, but they are scared. What advice would you give them uh, to at least get them to start picking up the phone? Well, what just jumped into my mind is something that one of the more successful agents in your coaching program, Kayla, uh, said just the other day. She started off by just doing 15 minutes. That's right. So I, I think the part is, you know, it's hard to sometimes be humble and recognize where we're at. But if you have a hard time even making one call, you can't think that I'm going to go call for sale by owners for three hours or make calls for three hours. That's too big of a leap between where you're, maybe you're starting at or where you're at and where you want to be. Just get yourself to do it for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever, whatever's going to work, but do it every single day for a month so that you develop the habit. I love it. Um, which is what you, you teach us. And you know, uh, yeah, that's, I'd recommend that above anything is just getting consistent with the action. Um, and what you tell all the time, <laughs> it's, it's hard to just do it, but you have to learn to detach from the outcome. And the only way that I think happens is by doing the actions enough times to where any given time you do it, you're not so attached to, oh, I got to get this one. or Oh my gosh, they said no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great advice. I mean, it's, it's how you boil a frog, right? I mean, you can't throw a frog in boiling water. They jump right out and it doesn't work very well. So you have to put them in there in lukewarm water and then raise the temp. And that's exactly <laughs> what you're referring to with prospects. Like, don't get in there and make three hours of calls. Why don't we just start off with like 10 minutes a day and then work towards building this habit? That's great, great advice. What now, now with what you've learned, you know, what is your goals for the future? I mean, what do you think is possible for you now that you've been able to learn a new skill set that allows you to set one appointment every single day? Well, it's interesting what you say. I, like, I have it right over here on my table. Um, I, I wrote a 10-year vision letter. And so, like, I, I have some picture of where I'll be in 10 years. Um, but 
I'm believing more and more. I set a goal to close 24 units this year. And I think, I think it's going to happen as, as long as my skills keep increasing, which I know <laughs> the more yeah. appointments I go on, the more they are. Um, I've told people this too. What, what's awesome about what you teach people is that instead of trying to hit home runs, I've been hit just doing base hits, just yeah. getting in front of people and having so many experiences with people, it's really increased my skills a lot. So yeah, my, my goal this year is to close 24 units and, um, it's, it's seeming, it's, it's seeming a lot more possible the more I've been doing, doing things this way. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you're still, I mean, cause really we've only been working together for how long now? Uh, I joined January, joined the program January 11th. And, uh, I actually had a, a, a listing 18 days after I joined. I hadn't, I hadn't put a sign on the ground since July of last year. So crazy. crazy. Yeah. So, so, so that's super inspiring, man. And so, so 24 units in your market in Nashville, what type of, of income does that generate for an agent? Um, Roughly. I think we're probably looking at about around 200 GCI, maybe a bit higher. There's the so thing, many different areas. Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing about that is like generating a $200,000 income, it's not like you've got this mass marketing budget of like $20,000 a month and you don't make any money. That's what's so nice about the work, Stephen, that you and I are doing together. Like you don't have this huge marketing budget, do you? No, no, no. Exactly. I mean, you're pretty profitable. And that's the thing that I want new agents to take away because Stephen, what they're hearing is, you know, they've got to go do all this marketing and all this advertising and buy leads and all this stuff on that, that, that marketers are talking about screaming from the mountaintops. You're going to, you, you're going to generate this type of income with, with very, very little expenses. Is that true? I'd say that's true. And well, I guess jumping back on what would I say to new agents yeah. is um, you're going to be tempted when you first get in the business to pursue every buyer yep. and buyers will come work hard on your skills and pursue listings right from the get-go. That's right. Um, and paying for buyer leads, I, I think in my perspective, I haven't been in the business that long, but paying for buyer leads has got to be the, the worst money you could spend. Oh, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it, the thing is, I don't, I don't, it's not funny, but like it, 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 like it's so painful for me to watch these new agents and pull out their credit card. I don't have my wallet, pull out their <laughs> credit card and just buy all this stuff because they're avoiding the work that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like they don't want to put in the time to, to develop their skills to your point. They want to just go put it on a credit card and they think the credit card is going to be their path to salvation and like their path to success. That's simply not true, is it? Uh, no, no, because at the end of the day, uh, you have to be the one that pursues the lead and generates it. it people are not going to call you. You no, have to call them. No, they are not. They're not going to call us, are they? I mean, you have to no. be on offense or you're going to go broke and you'll probably find yourself getting out of this business fairly quickly. Is that something you would agree with? I would agree with that. And well, I, every statistic ever done on <laughs> retention yeah. rate of realtors will, will, will say that as well. Um, yeah. I mean, every, I mean, every piece of business that I have gotten has been from actions that I have taken and phone calls I have made to people. Nothing has just come to me. 
That's right. And it takes a little while for that to, I mean, that, that day will come as your sphere starts to see you out there doing more and more business and you start, you know, uh, speaking and communicating with them in various channels that you're learning that will happen over time. But, but I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, you got to play offense. So, uh, very cool, man. I, I want to thank you for doing this. This is so much fun. I mean, what, um, talked about your future goals. We talked about your advice. What would be one thing, what would you say is the most valuable thing that you've learned that's really changed the way you do business today versus before you and I have met? That's a hard question to answer. What comes to mind Uh, first? I think, well, the, what you teach um, like I said, it sits with me really well morally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you, I think you teach people how to do something in a way that is not just effective, but you know, it, it has been a, a effective for me, but it's something I can believe in yeah. and not feel guilty about. Um, and there was, well, I had, there was something there, I had another thought on it, but it kind of slipped through my mind. Uh, but you teach people the truth about the business in a way that doesn't feel like, you know, I'm being beat over the head. Yeah. I remember seeing one of your videos. This is, you know, real estate is an outbound yeah. uh, uh, sales business. Uh, you broke it all down. And it's like, it's the real, that's the real story. Uh, and it's, it, it really has sunk in for me. Um, and well, that's all right. articulate you're, you're, you're right now. I mean, that, that's so key. I mean, cause the thing is, it's like about, it is just about being uh, with inside of integrity, both of what mm-hmm. we believe and then how we communicate. And when we can be authentic and be who we already are and you believe in what you do, mm-hmm. it makes it very easy to go communicate with people. It's I, when- I figured out what I wanted to say. Go ahead. Okay. So your approach for anybody that's watching this and doesn't know Brandon that well yet, reverse selling. Um that when somebody throws you an objection, old school sales training um, is try to show them how you're right and they're wrong to overcome the objection. And what I love is that when somebody says, you know, I'm not working to work with realtors. Yeah, totally makes sense. I get it. You know, if I'm you in a market like this, I'd probably be doing exactly the same thing. Oh, and yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> every time somebody comes that comes like that and I come back to them with a place of understanding and not, I'm not trying to come at them like, come on, you should hire me. You're dumb for not hiring me. Uh, like I said, I, f- I feel so much better. Our in- my interactions are so much more positive and I feel like I can have a conversation with anybody, no matter what they throw at me with this, with this approach. I love that dude. So that was, that was just so well said. And I mean, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, not arguing with people, not trying to prove anybody, not trying to convince anybody of anything. You know, we, we just want to go serve and, and the people that appreciate that approach are going to work with us. And, mm-hmm. and it's a really nice way to build a business. So dude, thank you so much for pouring back into this industry because, you know, just like you, there'll be other people who watch you and your words as a new agent who feel inspired now to take action because they know there is a different way to go build this business where you don't have to go spend tons and tons of money buying leads and you can make outbound prospecting calls, control your future without being the pushy, aggressive salesperson that you're dreading to be. 
I mean, there's that nice middle ground where you can have what you want. And so any last words of, of, of inspiration or anything I didn't ask you that you want to share? Um, I guess I could tell one more story. Um, the first listing I got since starting this program, um, the gentleman, you know, he's, uh, in law enforcement and he's kind of a, you know, he's a, he's in surveillance. He's very untrusting of people. And, uh, you know, for good reason, you know, he said he's seen every con job in the world and after talking to them, they wanted me to come back to, to speak to them about listing their home. Just after that very first time I saw him, no follow-up required. And, um, he told me it's because of all the people he met with that I was the only one that seemed to be honest, that seemed to care about what was important to them. And, um, and it's, it's amazing when you can hear feedback like that from people. It, it helped me know right away when I started learning to do things the way you've taught me that I was on the right path. And, um, so I, you know, what, what you teach guys, if you're watching on YouTube, or if you decided to join his uh, coaching program, it's made light years of difference in my business. And so I really have great hopes for the future because I know what I'm doing is exactly what I've been looking for. Love it, dude. Well, well, thanks for the kind words. And, and certainly that's why I wanted to have you on the show because I, I really enjoy working with you. You're very coachable. You take action. You do care, which allows you to go out there and execute this strategy very well because you're communicating with people from like that servant leader's perspective, which mm. it makes it very easy for people for you to be appealing to work with. So Dude, thank you so much. Where can people, because uh, a lot of agents will probably reach out to you and, and, and thank you for doing this. Where's the best way to connect? Can they find you on Facebook, Instagram, website? Where, where can we find you? Uh, probably out of that, uh, the best place would just be Facebook. Cool. Um, yep. You're just at Stephen Vay on Facebook and they can reach out to mm-hmm. you. If you guys need any help, Stephen's a, a great guy. And if, uh, you know, again, thanks for pouring so much value in today's interview. And uh, I'm sure you, obviously you and I will spend a lot more time together, but I'm wishing you yes. all the luck in the future, dude. And, and thanks again for doing this. Thanks so much. You're a great coach. I appreciate you. You got it. Talk to you soon, bro. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.